Yo. One, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the rundown segment here on the bandwagon radio, where I myself, Jay Prag, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and you know, before the end of the show, we gotta drop that new heat. Today, we got a special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Portland, Oregon. I got my man, Kane McWittish, on the phone lines. Kane, what's going on, bro? How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Pleasure to have you on today. Jumping on the bandwagon. Thank you so much. Sure. So I had a chance to check out the new single, Ouch. We're going to talk about the single, of course. Um, I'll give you some feedback, what I thought about the single at some point in the interview. And then, of course, later on in the show, I'll let you introduce the song, okay? Okay. All right. So first and foremost, for all my listeners, let's get a little background on Kane McWittish. Um, let our listeners find out a little more about you. Become a little transparent for our listeners, all right? Um, so first and foremost, are you from Portland, Oregon, originally? No, no. No, I grew up in Prescott, Arizona. Okay, so originally from Arizona. How long have you been in Oregon? About three and a half years. Okay, so still fairly new to Oregon. Um, talk a little bit about growing up then in your hometown and what that looked like coming up. Uh, well... You know, it's uh, Prescott's. When I was growing up, it's a fairly small town. Uh, so, kind of small town life. My mother's a very accomplished artist and musician, so she encouraged uh, her children to, you know, explore that. So, I started playing in school band when I was eight. I started with trumpet, and then the next year when I was nine, I switched to uh, drums. I played drums all the way, you know. All the way through high school, okay. uh, in both in both the you know school bands and the community orchestra. So you definitely have the background of music in you, uh, being trained as well as uh, I guess grooming yourself, developing yourself along the way. Right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you said your mother actually was a musician as well. Yes. Okay. So. Yes. 
do you feel like, of course, that kind of rubbed off on you just watching and seeing your mother um, and just knowing her involvement with the music industry? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've, I've never, I've seen her play like pretty much every instrument she could pick up. She's from the bagpipes to the guitar to the violin wow. to, the, to the French horn. She can play it. Oh, wow. So she plays a lot of instruments. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were pretty much engulfed when it, at, a, at an early age then if your mother was into it yeah. like that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So now I can see the influences then, especially from the production side, you know, heavily on the music and the production side, um, with that being a part of your background and, and, and early childhood growing up. Okay. Now, transitioning now, uh, living in Portland, Oregon, what, what was the purpose of this move? Did it have anything to do with the career, or was it more of a personal reason? No, it was more personal. Uh, six years ago, I had a very bad motorcycle accident. Oh, I'm sorry uh, to hear. I was living in San Francisco at the time, or actually in Oakland at the time. Uh, so, uh, actually, don't, don't work anymore, and I just get disability. So, it goes a lot further up here than it does in San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. So now you're out there working on the music. Or do you feel like it's is it more peaceful for you to work out there? Uh, hmm. I guess you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty focused anyway. So okay. But yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> I would imagine you know a place like Portland, Oregon, might be actually a little peaceful when it comes to being able to seclude yourself and focus. But like you said, if you're already focused, then you're already ten steps ahead of the game. Right. Regardless of where you're living. <laughs> Okay, so now fast forward, we got this out single. Uh, what was the purpose of the song in your mind as the creator? Uh, well, you know, sometimes I, I a lot of times I just get kind of uh, an idea from some other musical piece I hear, and I kind of think to myself, well, what if I start doing this, start doing that, and I open up my jar, and I kind of weave my way uh through, you know, wherever these crazy ideas take me. And that's kind of how, how it came about. Uh, I, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, I, you know, it, it wasn't directly related to my accident, but it, it was just, I just thought, kind of thought it was uh, a funny parody, I guess, mm. you'd say, of, of what's going on me. So, ouch. And, uh, and, and that's kind of how it started, as best I can remember. Now, I think it's important we should actually let the listeners know that Ouch is actually uh, heavily on the production side. Uh, it's a production piece. Um, there are no lyrics, but it is definitely heavy on the instrumentation and the full production piece. Yeah, yeah, I pretty much do instrumentals. I, I don't do many vocal pieces. Right. Okay. Now, what emotions would you say you're trying to pull out a listener, though, when it comes to this production? The, the instrumentation, the beats, the um, the bounce that it gives you. What, what did you want the listener to do with the beat? Yeah, you know, I I think it's an interesting journey that Destiny goes somewhere. But, you know, I was trying to figure out where, where does that journey start and where does that journey end? I, I think it's kind of both a surprise for me as a producer and for the listener. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's definitely emotions in there and 
I definitely agree with that. When hearing the production, it definitely takes you places. Um, I think people can pull different, uh, pull from it different things, uh, sounds um, that you know resonate with them when it comes to hearing music or hearing a beat, or getting yourself into a trance, or wanting to party or wanting to chill. You know, I think what I've heard, you definitely can pull what you want from it. Now, to what do you attribute your sound and style to? Because I, I can definitely see it, or hear, I should say, um, some experimentation as well. Right. Well, you know, uh, I have pretty diverse musical backgrounds, right? I'm really possibly trained as a musician, right? Uh, I went in the military right out of high school. I did play music for five years, and then uh, I was in New York City, after I was out in the military and I started playing drums again and crazy indie and punk bands. Okay. Um, I'm pretty influenced by, you know, the 90s, uh, you know, quote-unquote alternative scene. Uh, you know, kind of really obscure, so a lot of really obscure bands from there. Then uh, I'm into very uh, kind of experimental rock music, right? Uh, you know. Most people probably don't even know, like, some of the references that turn out, like, Girls Against Boys or mm -hmm. Jesus Lizard, you know, uh, there's probably no Sonic Youth, but then mm -hmm. that's probably the, the most popular band, you know, I was into at the time. Uh, so, you know, a, a lot of uh, musical stylings like that. So pulling from those different bands with different sounds and energies. Now, I know you're working on a project and the EP. Uh, what can people expect from that overall? Uh, you know, I, 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 I just kind of, I don't know if it's an EP per se, but I just kind of crank out songs as I feel like them and they mainly go up on my band camp okay. as I'm done. Uh, and as I finish songs, you know, uh, sometimes I feel like they fit together and I, I'll put them together into like an album and, Sometimes I'll just leave them up there as singles. It just depends how I feel about it. Mm. I'm, I'm pretty focused, much focused, like song to song. Uh, I'm not, I'm not that great at trying to uh, tie a whole album of songs together to, with with a, a theme. I'm just like, you know, once if I have one song uh, completed, that, that's good enough for me. I'm, I'm ready to move on to the next to one. The next one. <laughs> okay. Talking to Kane, um, representing Portland, Oregon, once again. Um, now, Kane, let me ask you this: what, what sets you apart from from other producers in your mind? Other um, well, probably you know, for me, uh, kind of all the different types of influences I bring in the background. Uh, I've been producing now for twenty one years. Okay. So I have a fair amount of experience doing it. Uh, and, you know, if you listen to it, you, you, you can be able to tell on how it's, you know, I can I bring out sounds and, and uh, take you on a journey that I don't think anyone else has ever quite done. Not not quite that way, and not quite with those sounds, <laughs> uh, you know, put together. I don't know, I, I, and uh, I had, you know, I spent 
almost five years in LA training with a very well-known uh, sound engineer um, to try to, you know, I was trying to decide the time whether or not I wanted to do my computer career and just do music as a career. And, you know, uh, uh, I have a pretty technical background, so I thought, you know, I should maybe try to become a sound engineer, but I did that for five years in L.A., and I, I decided my computer job was better. <laughs> <laughs> but I learned a lot. Uh, I, I worked with uh, the, the uh, person who was the assistant engineer on Michael Jackson's uh, Thriller album. Oh, wow. So when, when I was in L.A., I, I worked in, like, all the big studios and with a lot of big artists. So, you know, I, I kind of have uh, a taste of that whole world. Uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, they're all people just doing their thing, you know, so... Right. That's doing what, doing what they enjoy doing, doing what they love. Yeah. Okay. Now, talk to us a little bit about this nickname. I'm hearing about this nickname. Why the nickname? Came what the fuck? <laughs> well, it it kind of started as a uh, as a Twitter joke. Uh, you know, I was kind of looking for uh, something to. Uh, Distinguished my chain name, and someone said, "Someone said to me, well, again, what the fuck uh, on Twitter?'" And I was like, "Oh, that's it. What the fuck? Yeah." And it just happened. To, it just happened to coincide with uh, uh, them releasing uh, WTF as a top-level domain name. So right. uh, I have just WTF as my domains. So you know, it's uh, all kind of synchronicity. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very creative, of course, even like you just said, that being its own, like, uh, hashtag and, uh, you know, that what the fuck WTF, you know? Right. Now, how's your area or your network responding to the new release? How, how are people, uh, what's the feedback? Is Has it been good thus far? Uh, yeah, I mean, people seem to like it a lot. Uh, you know, I, I really like it. It's you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, I like, of course, I like all the songs I produce, but there's, there's some songs I feel like, you know, really peg, like, what I'm trying to do. And I think uh, Ouch really kind of gets at least one aspect of of uh, kinds of sounds and the kind of direction that I'm trying to go. Uh, you know, it, and it took me almost, you know, almost 20 years to get there, so... <laughs> So I'm, I'm kind of proud of it in that aspect. Okay. Now, how would you classify your music and your sound? Because we both said you have a unique sound when it comes to the production aspect. So, what? How do you? How would you classify your sound? Right. Right. This is kind of the biggest. Uh, I, I think, from a marketing perspective, it's the biggest uh, question mark for me because uh, you know, I try to be kind of undefinable. I really don't fit in this category or that category. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a, I'm, you know, I don't make techno. Uh, I, I, I don't even make ambient or chill, really, right? I make some kind of electronic up, but uh, I, I don't think there's really a category for it per se. Okay. That opaque, you just it's open, open to yeah. the viewer, like most my, yeah. most artists. 
Now, what do you like most about creating? Uh, well, for me, um, it's the process, you know, of getting some kind of crazy idea or a little kind of snippet in my head and then sitting down in front of my dock and just kind of exploring, you know, where that takes me. You know, uh, my songwriting process is from where I start to where I end up, I have no idea how that whole journey is going to look. You know, I can't tell you what I'm start with the song, what it's going to sound like at all when I'm finished with it. Um, you know, some people, you know, they have a very definite, they're going for a definite, very definite sound. They want to, you know, the song to look, sound like this, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can like, write that out. Sure, I could do that, but that's not really fun for me. What's fun for me is like the exploration part and discovering new things along the way. Now, let me give you a little feedback, what I thought of the production. Um, thought it was very different and unique sound overall. The uh, experimentation of sound is the way I kind of looked at it. It's almost like you're taking a, a person on a journey of sound, if you will. Um, the, the clashing of sounds and sound effects. Um, the the sounds, uh, the, it's almost kind of gave me a vibe like next level new world kind of vibe, just listening to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, uh, right. I could hear the influences of, like, rock and punk and even funk kind of in it. Right. So, some good things going on. I can definitely see where you, where you were going when you said you had, you know, worked uh, sound engineering and uh, with major artists such as Michael Jackson um, and just being in that space. Um, I can definitely hear some of those influences. Right. Okay. Now, who are some of those... Um, People that probably deserve some mentions or shout outs, maybe for their support or help along the way, whether it's from a collaboration uh, or yeah. just help marketing promotions, things of that nature. Uh, well, um, you know, I think, you know, I have a few um, kind of really good uh, backers on Bandcamp that really help me out. Uh, one, one's an artist uh, from Canada called Armageddon Speaking. He's he really, uh, he went through and bought most of my back catalog, uh, you know, like single songs at a time. You know, he could have bought the whole thing, but he, he bought songs here and there. Uh, you know, I could tell that he really uh, went through and and and, uh, and listened to the tracks and decided what he liked and what he didn't, you know, and, and where we talk on Twitter, you know, frequently. So he's, uh, he's a big back for me. Um, there's a there's another person I'm not sure is a real name. They go by Snow Hair on Twitter. Um, you know they bought my whole back catalog and are like a monthly supporter for me. That's so, dope. You know, that helps me out a lot. Um, um, and then uh, right now I'm just kind of uh, working with Starlight Promotions. They're helping me to kind of push this new single, so that that helps me out uh, as well. Now, what what is your creative process like? Like, set the tone for us a little bit. Like in your studio, what, what does that process look like? If we were sitting in on a session, do you like a lot of people in there? Do you rather be quiet and just you? Do you burn yeah, incense, candles? Like, what, what's quiet, the <laughs> quiet and just me? That's what's pretty pretty boring if if you're sitting in the studio with me, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty much you and the, and the beats in your head. 
hearing the sound coming out. Right. So that's the best way for you to focus anyway, I'm sure, being a producer. Now, if you had to sell yourself to my listeners right now, why should they listen to your music? Why should they support? Why should they take a chance on actually, like you say, you got people buying the beat packages and stuff now. So why should people take a chance in listening to your beat packages and, and taking a chance in investing with you? Uh, because there's no one else that uh, can create, I'd say, that an atmosphere, uh, sound, uh, uh, you know, however you want to put it, that that I create. I mean, and I'm pretty well versed in multiple genres of music. So, you know, I'm I'm pretty much the only person making this sound. And if you want to hear this sound, you got to listen to my stuff. Talking to my man Kane Mac with us right now, Portland, Oregon on the phone lines. Got the new single, Ouch. Uh, we're going to make sure you get your chance to listen to it coming up in minutes. Uh, before we do that, though, I got a couple more questions I wanted to ask you, Kane. Um, what's your ultimate goal? What would you say is your ultimate goal in the music industry from a producer standpoint? Talk to me. Uh, I, I don't know anymore what my ultimate goal is. <laughs> you know, uh, when I first started producing, I thought... You know, I produced a pretty, a pretty heavy head hitting track that I still feel stands up well today. Uh, Twenty years ago, um, I thought maybe get me signed to a dance label, but you know that never happened. I tried for several years to get signed to some sort of label, but that never happened. So you know, I, I'm I think I'm like many kind of artists now. I'm just kind of totally independent. I do everything myself. I push everything. I push releases out. You know, to wider distribution by myself, you know, with the, with, like with DistroKid or whatever. Um, you know, most of my stuff just goes up on Bandcamp, and then sometimes I'll put stuff out in wider distribution, like Ouch is out in wider wider distribution. You know, I don't I don't push everything out, but just some things I feel like I want to put out there. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, right you know right now, mainly I'm just looking to. Uh, get more gigs and, and name recognitions. Um, probably next year I'll do a, a DIY tour. Um, see how that goes. But well, that sounds know, dope. I, I don't have I don't have really huge expectations. I just work on my music. I work on trying to be a better artist, and you know, hopefully make something happen. Right. Sounds like you appreciate the process. You appreciate the the craft and the culture of doing what you do. Yep. Now, give out your social media so our our listeners can stay tapped in, which I want to make sure that they can follow and and follow and and stay tapped in what you got coming up. Yep. So, mainly, I just Twitter. Um, I'm on other social media, but I don't really use it. Um, My Twitter handle is at Kane, C-A-I-N, underscore, W-T-F. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> Kane, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 My 
my man came with the fuck on the phone lines right now, man. Um, let me ask you another question real quick. How, how do you feel about the climate, like, from a production standpoint? How are you feeling about the, the production you're hearing out here from different genres? Are you are you feeling good about what you're hearing? Do you feel like people should stretch it more? Do you feel like others should take more in, in what you're doing and experimenting and, and stepping out and being pioneers? I have to kind of give two answers there, I think. Okay. I think from what I hear, mostly in the United States, I'm bored with. Mm. Mostly. Now, there, there are some stand-up people, uh, but mostly boring. But I have to say, uh, my peers in Europe, though, for me at least, uh, in the electronics space, you know, they're the ones pushing the boundaries as far as I can hear and doing more interesting things. I want to hear more interesting music. Usually I'm listening to someone from Europe, uh, you know, like my favorite techno producers, Big and Dan from Spain. Uh, you know, most of the stuff, most electronic stuff on Compact Records out of, out of Cologne, Germany, you know, and, and, and there's a lot of, you know, real tiny boutique stuff going on. And so what's interesting, uh, you know, not, that's not to say there aren't good producers in the States, or there are, but say this diplomatically so I'm, not, I'm just gonna say it you know it seems like too many people are just trying to make that quick buck mm. in the states okay. uh you know uh, you know personally you know as a person who grew up with music been doing my music my whole life you know i like to hear something than all the standard beats right and that's like if i hear if, if i hear some um someone rapping or something, you know, 99, and they're unknown, 99.9% of the time, I'm going to be bored as hell with their production. <laughs> Feel like it's too simple, too simple. Yeah. It's like a simple yeah. beat. Yeah. Okay. I can respect that. That's exactly why I asked that question. I definitely can respect that. Now, now that our listeners kind of have a chance to kind of vibe out with you and and, and and hear more from you as a producer, a sound engineer from the production standpoint, um, we're going to go ahead and let give them the chance to, to listen to it. All right. So take this moment right now to go ahead and introduce the new song. All right. Well, this is Ouch by me, Kane McWittish. Uh, enjoy the journey. That's right, man. My man, Kane. What the fuck? <laughs> right here on the bandwagon radio y'all do me a favor man turn it up there you go 